Here is a sermon message from Somerville Community Baptist Church. To hear more sermons like this, please visit iloveSCBC.org. Well, good morning. So good to see you all here. I'm glad you have joined our summer live streaming worship service. You know, what we've been studying um, during this summer, a um, very special treat for us, that we have been studying one of the most famous, you know, biblical character in the Old Testament. And I entitled this whole series called A Journey Through the Life of Joseph. Right? We know the story of Joseph. But what I want to do is actually help you to revisit with a slight different perspective, a perspective of God. Because if you don't do that, you will just learn, admire, and oh, Joseph is a great man. You know, he has done because he's so special. No, it's not special. It's like you and me. It's like ordinary men. But when God put his hands upon him, when God's, you know, the providence is upon him, that's when Joseph is always, always successful, regardless of his circumstance. That's what we've been studying. First Sunday, we talk about when everything is seemingly wrong, when you experience the worst day of your life, that is also part of God's plan. Always be encouraged. Perhaps that's the last day of your life. That's a part of God's plan. And last week, we talk about when your life does not match your dream, what you should do. We learned that lesson by Pastor Taryn about Joseph. And today, I'd like to talk about when you feel like you are forgotten. When you feel like you are forgotten by God, that I entitled today's message, When You Feel Forgotten. Have you ever felt forgotten in your life? Have you? Perhaps it's from your family when you're in childhood. You came from this large family, you know, family like the Gale family, family like the Cherry family. Now, you happen to be toward the end of those numbers, you know, eighth or ninth of ten family members. And you're always craving for your parents' attention and they're too busy to support them. And you always feel like you are left out. You feel forgotten. Perhaps it's your work. It's at your work. You know your life I mean, you know you felt like you were on the fast track with your career. But now it seems like you are buried on the death chart. And no one noticed your hard work. And no one considered you for promotion. You feel forgotten. Maybe recently uh, you are experiencing a very tough relationship. Break up with your boyfriend or girlfriend. Or are you even also getting divorced? You feel like what had been your entire world is not one. Feel lonely. Feel forgotten. Perhaps it's your circumstance right now. It's all of our circumstances right now with this COVID-19. You know, it, it just amazes me how these numbers are still, you know, spiking up. I mean, how many months is that right now? I mean, I feel like the, today... It's about four months that we haven't seen each other because of this COVID-19 pandemic crisis. Already four months. Look at the numbers of our nation. Now, because of this COVID-19 that you always staying home, you feel like you are lonely. You feel like you are left out. 
Because you don't really get any, anybody's call and you don't get really anybody's support. While you are staying home by yourself, you feel forgotten. Well, in today's passage, we find out that that's how Joseph must have felt, right? Stuck in prison where he's completely forgotten. Remember, he was betrayed and abandoned by his own brother. He was sold to Egypt commander Potiphar. You know, he was there as a slave, but he did his best. And also, he was falsely accused by his, his master Potiphar's wife. Now he found himself in the prison. No one is thinking about him right now. No one is in his side. He was alone and he was forgotten. It seems like it's the end of the road for Joseph. And that's where we pick up our stories today. Now, the story about this uh, chapter 40, if I just may give you the summarize instead of reading whole Bible verses. Now, Joseph found himself in a prison, but he did his well. And then the jailer, I mean, those uh, guards actually appointed him in charge of all the other prisoners. Now, he encountered one of the prisoners who used to be the cupbearer. You know, importance of the role of the cupbearer of the king, Pharaoh. He was wrongly and falsely accused, and he is in prison right now. He had a dream. Dream was strange. He could not interpret. And Joseph came to him and interpret that dream. What was that dream about? The dream was about the vine and three branches. As time went along, and these three branches finally having this great fruit, that's a grave. And this cupbearer took those grapes and squeezed into king's cup. He didn't get it what that man. And Joseph said, all the interpretation belongs to God. And he did interpret that dream to him. The interpretation, within three days. King Pharaoh will call you back. King Pharaoh will restore your position. You will be back to where you are. I was really excited. And there was one particular request that was made by Joseph. That's when we find the verse 14. Let's read Genesis chapter 40 verse 14 together and 15 as well. But when all goes well with you, this is Joseph's request, remember me. And show me kindness. Mention me to Pharaoh and get me out of this prison. And here's the reason why. Verse 15. I was forcibly carried off from the land of Hebrews. And even here I've done nothing to deserve being put in a dungeon. That means prison. Joseph simply saying, you know what? I've been forgotten here. So please, please, whatever you do. Don't forget me. I've done you favor. So don't forget me. And fast forward. Look what happened in verse 23. You can read it all together. Verse 23. The chip cup bearer, however, after he was restored and did not remember Joseph, he forgot him. Just like that. Joseph's hope for getting out of prison, perhaps the only hope that he had left, was banished. The cup bearer, he returned to his life, but Joseph was left in that prison and no one thought about him. According to the next chapter, first verse, no one thought about him for full two months. 
to, I mean, two years. Two years and no one even remember him. I want you to put yourself in Joseph's shoes right now. He's only 17, around 17. He's still young. He had gone through all different trials. He had only hope that he did his favor to this cupbearer. And he forgot about Joseph. He's been completely forgotten. You know, it's tough to feel forgotten, isn't it? You've been there for others than to be abandoned in your time of need. It was tough for Joseph. I'm sure it is tough for you. But remember this. When you feel like you are forgotten by your family, by perhaps at work, by through a relationship, especially when you feel you're forgotten by God, I want you to remember this. God is always working behind the scenes. Why he's always working behind sin? Isn't it great that he's working above the, I mean, in front of the sin that everybody will know what he's doing? Well, and that's God doing. God wants to do through us since God has given us free will. That's why God is working a lot behind of the sin. God wants to use us. Like the same way, I have my grace that now she started talking. Now she started doing everything by herself. So amazing that how fast the kids are growing mentally and, and also intellectually and physically as well. Now everything that he wanted, she wanted to say something. And she tried to say, or that means in Korean, dad, this. That's a simpler. I always try to correct her. Right? I want her to save. I want her to do this. I want her to learn. And that's what God is doing for you right now. God is working behind. Why? Because God wants you to grow through that difficult time. God is behind you. God is on your back. But God wants you to learn and grow from that trial. You know, God is taking something that is bad, something that others meant for evil in your life, and He is going to turn that into good if you will trust Him. That is overarching and recurring theme of the story of Joseph. That's it. God is at work. God is backing you up. God is working for you, but God is not doing by Himself. He wants to use you. And all you have to do is being faithful. God is working something good out in your bad situation. He has a good plan. And even if others have forgotten you, God will never. Even if others are not thinking about you, God will never. Even if others are not supporting you, be around you, God will never. That's how Joseph experienced. He put his total Faith upon God. Now, notice this. In this chapter, not only he's putting his total faith upon God, there is also his part, right? As I said, you know, there is a grace upon my relationship. I want her to grow. So as I was always there for her, ready to just tap in if anything happens. This is a side talk. But, you know, we had a two very sad incidents about this uh, for about two years of her life. One, she got cut on here, an eyebrow, and then the other one, she got burned her arm. And unfortunately, it always, not started, and then when I was there, it felt bad, you know? And when she got cut, I was just sitting right next on the couch, and next probably nanosecond, I found herself, her hat on almost to the ground. 
And I found herself, when I picked it up, there's blood all over her eyes. And then the other things, that was my birthday dinner. You know, I mean, I was preparing the soup, and I just put the soup. Um, but before anything, because I love her, I just wanted to prepare so it could cool down. While we were preparing in the kitchen, and then the next nanosecond I found it. She was trying to grab the soup and pour it, and of course it poured all over her arm. <laughs> just to feel bad about it. But you know, that's how God, God always wants to be there. Unlike myself as this earthly dad who is always failing, God will never fail you. God will never forsake you. God will protect you right now. And there is no error. There is no mistake. While Joseph's putting his total faith upon God, you know, there are a few things that Joseph did. Okay? And I want you to look at, I want us to look at those three things, what Joseph did. So that to be able to overcome when he felt like he was forgotten by God. The first thing is this. You got to fight the feeling of self-pity. You got to fight the feeling of self-pity. Have you had a moment that you felt forgotten? You felt overlooked and you felt mistreated. And you know, when you are in that moment, the first feeling that comes to you is this feeling of self-pity. <laughs> why me? You know, how about the all others? Lord, why they are having all this good stuff and not me? Why I had to go through this very difficult time? That's a self-pity. Where are you? I thought you were supposed to be my Abba Father. Where are you as I'm going through all these difficult trials? That's a self-pity. I mean, think about that to Joseph's life here. It would be so easy, right, for Joseph to take himself into this self-pity. He's in prison. He could have actually thrown into himself as this whole negative and passive feeling. But he didn't do that. Instead of him putting himself, having self-pity party, no, he was patient. And he was doing his best. By fighting this feeling of self-pity. Now let's look at chapter 39. That's the previous chapter and verse 22. Because we find what he was doing to fight the self-pity. So let's take a look at verse 22. We can read it all together. So the word in place, Joseph in charge of all the prisoners who were in that prison. Joseph became responsible for everything. That they were doing. Did you hear what Joseph was doing? Did he not do anything? Oh my God, look at my life. I was betrayed my, my, my own brother. And I don't even know what my father, my, my mother is carrying and looking for me right now. Here I am in 100 miles in different country, sold it as a slave. Remember, I was wearing all this fancy, fancy clothing and garments. Next second and next moment, I found myself here as a slave. And again, to make it worse, I was afraid. You know, I was sent to the prison for the things that I did not do. He could put himself this, all this self-pity, but he didn't do that. Instead, remember this, instead, he was doing his best where the circumstances. Whatever the circumstances, he was just simply doing best. You know, sometimes those circumstances can be very small, seemingly nothing. You could have just ignored it. 
You could have just staying, you know, just prison and blaming God and blaming their family, blaming their brothers. But Joseph didn't do that. He was doing his best as a prisoner. He had to become one of the best prisoners. I know it sounds a little weird, but he had to become the one of the best prisoners. And because of God's favor, he was able to take this responsibility to be in charge of whole prisons. There. You see that? Instead of him being having pity party, he decided to pick himself up and to be the best prisoner that who could ever be while was still being forgotten. Now there is a lesson for us, my beloved brothers and sisters. When we feel like we've been forgotten, when we feel like we are in a deep and deep inside pit, we can either have a pity party Just stay there where you are and complaining, just being cynical and just being bitter and being anger. Or you can just get up, take the dust off, and you are going to do best whatever circumstance that you are on. Doesn't matter it's so small, doesn't matter it's so looks like nothing. It's gotta be there to, to do your best. You know, it's okay to have this sad feeling. It's okay to let yourself sometimes down. But I want to ask you, what you want to do that is that you don't want to let this self-pity overtake in you. Or if we're just mere human beings, we can be sometimes just, you know, hindered by this self-pity. But don't ever, never let your self-pity overtake in you. Because when you do that, you will throw God out of your circumstances. That's what's happening. Joseph Never done that. Instead, he put his focus, he put his trust upon God because he knows God is working in his life. And that's really, that's the second point and second thing that he did. Remember when you are in self-pity, when you feel like you're being forgotten, always remember that. Trust that God is working in your life. Can you say that with me? God is working in my life. Amen. That is it. God is working in your life. You know, it's so easy to see the God at work when everything's just seemingly working well, right? Business is doing well. Oh my God, God bless me. We are all healthy. My kids are going to great colleagues and they're growing well. Oh, bless God. But you know, it's not easy to see God at work, especially when everything seemingly going in the wrong direction, right? It's not easy to see that when your life isn't at the best moment. When you feel like you've been treated unfair, when you feel like you've been treated, mistreated, when you feel like you've been especially forgotten, it's not easy to see God at work. And whenever you are stuck in that circumstances, you tend to ask this question, right? Where are you, God? What are you doing and where are you? Well, if you ever ask that question, let me give you an answer. The answer is found in the book of Genesis, chapter 39, verse 21. You can read it all together. The Lord was with him. He showed him kindness and granted him favor in the eyes of the prison warden. That's the prison, uh, you know, the guard. They underline, I want you to underline this sentence here. The Lord was with him. Amen. So whenever you say that, where are you, God? Here's the answer right there. The Bible said, Lord is with you. 
Lord was with you and is with you and will be with you. That's why our God's name is Emmanuel. Remember the uh, words of encouragement from God to Joshua in the book of Genesis while he was kind of a little shaken about all this great project, this great mission. He said, I'll never fail. I'll, I'll never fail you. I'll never forsake you. I will be with you forever and ever. That's it. God's promise is always there that he will be with you. And God surely did. His presence was all over the life of Joseph. And especially, it's so apparent when Joseph was walking in the deep valley of the shadow of death, right? And I think there is also a lesson that we can learn. You know, when you are in the lows of the low, when you feel like you've been stuck in this deep pit, that's when you'll be able to find out God's presence more and more. Amen? I mean, it's easy to say, take for granted that when everything is going well, but especially when you are in the lows of the low, that's when you'll be able to see God at work. God's presence, the whose presence is going to provide you all peace and comfort. And that's what happened to Joseph. And if that is true for Joseph's life, and I believe that is true for your life and my life as well. And that is not it. If you go back to this verse again, God wasn't only with Joseph. He was also showing him kindness. That's compassionate heart. You know, that's my feeling to my grace. Exactly. I want it to be, whenever I'm with grace, my eyes is always on her. I know it's a safe, but when I'm driving, she's on my back, you know, in the car seat. I, I tilt my room miller and kind of this way. So I can see her, even though Mina was there, right next to her. It just, I want it to be, I want her to be always in my eyes. That's exactly what this means here. God is putting his eyes upon and Joseph. Also said, he also granted him favor in the eyes of prison guards. In other words, He's also working through others as well. You see that? So what about you? Are you making, making voice of blame right now? Or are you making a voice of trust or a voice of belief as you are feeling forgotten? You know, the, one of the great passages that always, always encourages me is taken from the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, 23. Not going to put it on the slide, so make sure that you write down and read it later. Hebrews 10, 23. God can be trusted to keep his promise. You see that? It says, because God can be trusted to keep his promise. In other words, God is going to keep the promise. Unlike myself, unlike you guys, unlike some of our parents that will be promised to our kids and, you know, we never keep that one. No, God, whatever that he kept as a promise, his promise, he will make sure to make that happening. And let me tell you, how many times I was just reading this and reflect on the story of Joseph, I would just pump myself. I'm so thankful that I believe in God. I believe in God who has guaranteed me, guaranteed us to keep my promise. By the way, there are more 3,000 promises of God in the Bible, right? All we have to do is just remember them and hold upon them. That's why even though when the words are seemingly you know, rounding and going the different direction that, that we plan, you know, when it works and everything doesn't seem to work according to your plan, you can still put your faith upon God. And knowing that God is at work. And He is just ready to fulfill 
all the promise that he made for the human history, the last things that you are to do when you feel like you are in the forgotten moment is this, to make sure to seize God-given opportunities. Make sure to seize, to grab and grasp the God-given opportunities. You know, in our story, story of Joseph here, God put on every single opportunities, right? We know that because we read the Bible. We know that because we know the answer to the end. We know that because we are looking at from bird's eyes view. But who does not know this? It's Joseph, right? When he was sold to as a slave to Egyptian, God was there. Right? God's favor was there. That's why he was able to be in charge of whole Egyptian commander's house. When even he was stuck in a jail, God's favor was with him. That's why he was able to be in charge. Now, get this. Now, God's opportunities are there, right? Right? But it is your job to take and seize that opportunities. Like the same way, you know, all the foods are there for our children. And what we want them to take with their spoons and their forks and eat it. God wants you to do one thing. Here's all opportunities are there. Here's all, you know, the ways and directions are there. All you have to do is seize that opportunity. To grab that opportunity. You know, sometimes the size of those opportunities is really small. And sometimes they look like it's a simple obedience. Which reminds me of a story. This is just kind of a funny story. A guy uh, who was trapped in his house because of the flood. Flood and the water is kind of rising. And, but he's a great Christian. He had a great faith that he prayed to God, Lord, I know you will save me. Now, he made himself to the first porch because as the water level is going up, and then there are guys on a boat. They came by, they stopped, and they told this guy, hey, hop in, I will take you to a safe place. And this guy said, no, 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 God will save me. Don't worry about me. So they left. And the water level come out, going up and off. Finally, the whole house was underwater. He found himself on the top of the roof. And the helicopter was kind of coming by and then dropping the rope. And the guy from the helicopter said, grab the you know, rope and climb up. I will take you to a safe place. And this guy said, no. Thank you, I don't want it because I know God is going to rescue me. And fast forward, and because of his faithfulness, he drowned and he goes to heaven, okay? So in front of God and he says, God, how much faith that I had put upon you, Lord? And what happened? Here I am. I'm dead. I'm I'm in heaven right now. And this is what God said. You're not supposed to be here. I've sent you a boat. I've sent you a helicopter. What happened? You see that? The lesson I believe is this. The opportunities are there, but he just didn't take them. Isn't that so true? A lot of times, God is throwing opportunities in your life. And all he wants to do is to seize that opportunities. Here's your Joseph. He's forgotten by his family, by his master, and by his colleague or the cupbearer. He's stuck in the prison for another two years. All he's doing here is waiting. I mean, 24 months. 
full 24 months, this young age kid, I'm sure he had plenty of time to grow bitter, cynical, or give up, or for just anger to come. I've seen a lot of people give up on God and give up on their life for the far less reason than this. But that's not the case with Joseph. Joseph never loses his faith upon God. He knows God is not going to leave in his pit. God is there with him. He knows God has a better plan upon his life. And don't get me wrong. It wasn't like he's something special that he knows everything. No, there are moments, there are times that he was struggled. It's a scriber that he didn't put all these details. There are times he probably complained about. There are times he felt like just anxious and he was just so hurried and he couldn't stand. Being impatient. But regardless of him being human, one thing that he did, he never gave up on God. And he was fighting for his feeling of self-pity. He knew that God is at work somehow behind of the scene. And he knew that what I'm going to do is grab and seize all these opportunities. So let me ask you, my brothers and sisters. I know this is a very difficult time, your life and my life. Probably I've never had more difficult time like this right now. I'm hanging in here. I'm leading the service. I'm providing you guys guidance. I'll try to do my best. But the words are just so uncertain right now. A lot of people, they feel like they are forgotten. Forgotten by their family. Forgotten by the country. Forgotten by their, their, their job and employment. And especially forgotten by God. When you feel that way, I encourage you. Learn how you can be staying faithful from Joseph. Make sure that you're ready to fight and defeat the feeling of self-pity. Make sure that you have total faith upon God and God is at work. You know from your past. You know from the word of God. Make sure. Make sure. Make sure to seize and grasp and grab those opportunities even though that looks so little and tiny. Looks like nothing. Because God can use that. For all his glory. Remember one of my favorite verses. Church here as, as well. As Romans chapter 8 verse 28. For all. Right? In all. That God has worked good for those who love him. And those who called according to his name. May God bless you. Continue to stay faithful. Continue to do your part. Even though you feel like you are stuck. You feel forgotten. Amen. Let's pray. Our Father God, a lot of us have been feeling like we are forgotten, Lord. In so many different ways, Lord. But we learn today from the story of Joseph. Even though we feel like we're forgotten, God is that word. Even though that we are feeling like we are forgotten, God has placed in all this opportunities in front of us especially when we are struggling when we are going through a very difficult time so make sure that we fix eyes our eyes upon God make sure that we seize all this God-given opportunities so that later on that we with your help can turn this one of the worst possible circumstances feeling forgotten turn into the one of the most blessings that we can glory by you our Father God in the name of Jesus that we pray Amen.